Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ungakuryu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of February 5th, 2021. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's it. This week it is a lovely Dos Compadres episode. Unfortunately, Luna is being just reamed by work, so she can't help. Uh, Sadly. today. <laughs> yeah. Wish her the best. Yes, yes. But how are you? What have you been listening to as of late? I am good. I, so today I have been actually, like this past week, I've actually been on a Halle Cal, uh, Hal Cali kick. And I've been going back and listening to what little bit of music they have on Apple Music. And that's honestly like the vast bulk of what I've been listening to. Uh, I did also, I've been listening to a little bit of Zeal of the of Proud because that was a really, really freaking good song. And I also went back and started listening to Afterglow and all the songs that they dropped in 2020, which was really cool. And I'm still listening to Beverly's Everlasting Sky, and I've been listening to Be the One English version. So that's mostly what I've been listening to. Nothing too zany or crazy. What about you, bud? What have you been checking out lately? Uh, I've been through a whole lovely bunch of stuff. So first off, I went through a remixer vocalist by the name of Tokimeki Records and she's an amazing vocalist however she does remixes of very popular songs she did a single remix of Mind Circus which is a Mika Nakanishi I believe that was her name she was a very famous idol back in the day but her song Mind Circus, and I absolutely love that song. She, it, that is probably one of my favorite songs back in the 90s. And uh, she did a remix of it, which was a modern taste and modern look at it, so which was really good. There's a band called Mime, which I've been absolutely loving, and I really hope I do get to talk about them in the future. However, because of the name of it being Mime, looking them up is always very, very interesting. <laughs> I can understand that. I also, there's also another vocalist named Mahina, which is, she's a really good R&B vocalist. And that goes into the the next release that I was listening to was Naz. Uh, Their Boku no SOS and You Sissy EP, respectively, both were absolutely fantastic. The Boku no SOS was from mahina and that was absolutely fantastic one of my favorite songs from it was was the title track but i kind of went into her her discography as well with every day and 4 a.m which which is uh, a a company track for only so but besides that there's hand drip like i talked about them last week and you and I, that's actually really good. I've been looking forward to a lot of their future releases as well. But just a various giggle and gaggles of things there. But with that, because this is a Dos Compadres episode, we kind of decided to take a twist on our topics this week. And something that is kind of near and dear to your heart, Gray, and was to mine at one point in time. And that is the lovely Common Rider series. So, this week we are talking about the our favorite Kamen Rider theme songs. A majority of them are just all Heisei, so... 
Uh, yeah, and and I do want to cl- like I have been wanting to do this for a while. I think I I think I've asked you to do this about four or five times, and you always turn me down with good reason. It's never out of malice or anything like that. But this has something I've been wanting to do for a while, and it, timing could not be perfect because yesterday I watched the last episode of Common Rider Geo, and so now I've seen all of the Heisei Riders. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so yeah, um, we're we're just covering three of our favorite songs, and starting off, I'm going to talk. Um, so for my number three song, um, this is actually the song that got me into Common Rider. Interestingly enough, and that is Excite from Common Rider X Aid, and because I was really into Daichi, and I was. One night, I was really trying to find the music video for Excite on YouTube, and I could not for the life of me find it anywhere. But I kept finding clips from Kamen Rider x and so I just started watching it, and it really got me interested and intrigued, and that it was what really led me down the road of watching Kamen Rider. And so... This will always have a special place in my heart, and for the longest time, it was my favorite opening. And I just, I love this song. It's such a fun song to listen to, high energy, and it really clicks. It really just sucks the listener in. This To me, this is a very quintessential Daichi Miura song. Great dancing, just a great dance number. And I, I just, I really love this song overall. And I think it really, even if you're not a Kamen Rider fan, there's a lot to like about this song. I just the way that it's done, it really works well, and I I absolutely adore this number. Yeah, what's one of the very interesting things about about Excite is it's one of the first songs that I did hear outside in the common space of Japan, and that's very rare for a common writer theme song opening or otherwise. But yeah, I mean, its popularity outside of Kamen Rider also led to it being in the Kohaku. But, I mean, it's it's what it is. It's one of the first songs to actually have done that, so... Uh, yeah, most definitely. It, it is... one. It really transcends, like, what, you know, what Rider is. And I, I think that's another reason why I like it. Is it's not... While it was used as an opening, it's not super attached to writer and so it, it kind of works for both for my number three song it would have to be be the one and in my opinion and this was for common writer build and it was done by beverly and this was one of the theme songs in my opinion in the heisei era that was absolutely amazing not to give gripe to geo's one um but it you know, Pandora actually, who did the composition for this song, it was absolutely phenomenal. And fires on all cylinders with Beverly's vocal styles. And honestly, I find myself singing it back time to time. And like Excite before it, I can imagine myself hearing this track in public without the nuance of being in a otaku style area. So I can hear it in convenience store and not be be surprised all too much because Beverly is such an established artist at this point. Yeah, Be The One, this was a song that it took me a while to come around to because for, for me, it didn't, I don't know, it just didn't feel like a Common Rider opening song. But I eventually did come around to it and it's a really, really good song. I, I do like it. 
And like, I, like I said, I've been listening to like the English version of the song. And it, it, it's a really good song because it's just, you know, talking about, you know, Destiny's calling and just taking up the reins and, and you know, being the hero at the end of the day. And it, it's, it works really, really good, especially for the season that it's attached to. And it worked it and build wound up being like one of my favorite seasons overall. So I I think this is a great pick. I, I really, really like it. And Pandora does really good composition work on this song. Beverly's vocals are amazing, but I think Pandora really is what makes the song shine. And I, I this was a great great song and i really really liked it it really does make you look forward to like the next episode when you hear it and i I, this was a great pick yeah no i mean it once again like the composition fires on all cylinders and that really helps and what what pandora does and their, their composition work is really good overall but i've really liked what they did with be the one but with that, let's go on to your number two song. Yeah, uh, so my number two song is the opening for Kamen Rider Drive. It's Surprise Drive. And this was sung by the one and only Mitsuru Matsu uh, Oka, who has a pretty good history with Kamen Rider. He is Kamen Rider Eternal from Kamen Rider Double, which is a pretty big deal. And Kamen Rider Eternal is a pretty big fan favorite and he was also cast to play Kamen Rider 4 he's in the uh, Kamen Rider 3 Tyson movie as for like near the end of it and so part of the package deal was that he did the song but it's a really really good song this is Drive is again one of my favorite seasons and I love just the fun spirit of this opening even though the season kind of does take a dark turn uh, the opening is just something that brings a smile to my face every time I hear it. It's fun. It's high energy. It really just gets the the listener in on it. It's not a song you would hear in a convenience store or played on the radio. This is very clearly a song that was written for Common Writer Drive, but that doesn't detract too much from it. It's still just this classy song at the end of the day that is just a lot of fun. And I, like, I can just still envision like the opening every time I just in my head, it, it's a lot of fun. And this just wound up being like one of my absolute favorite songs to listen to. And I, I loved it. It's just great. Yeah, so I mean, specifically for Mitsuru Matsuoka, he was in the movies. You, we got a preference that <laughs> both movies, oh, was... double and and for four. Yeah, I okay. yeah. Thank you for clarifying. I was trying to be clear, but I, I realized I wasn't. Thank you, Ken, for clearing that up for me. Because the Eternal doesn't show up in double. <laughs> that is that also way. true. <laughs> that is also true. Sh- he doesn't show up in the movie pro- or the series proper. He shows up in the movies. So, but he is very popular enough that he did get his own spinoff movie as well as Internal. So. I mean, for for me, I did like Surprise Drive, and it I I liked Drive overall, and man, Surprise Drive was a helping to that. It was one of the last series that I've actually watched all the way through, 
and it was probably one of my final series that I've watched all the way through, so... But, overall, I did like Surprise Drive. It does have that happy feel, so to speak. But, yeah, you are right. This is a common writer as common writer song, because it's literally linking to what it's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the, like they they throw in like all these like car terms and all this car terminology in it, and I I like it. It, it really gives the song this endearing feel to it. But you know, at the like I said, at the end of the day, it, it is very common writer, and you know, it's, it's not going to get played on the radio. But ah, it's just it's such a fun song to listen to. It shifts up your gears for the for the episode, <laughs> and then kind of kicking it up a notch to mine. My number two, it is going to be Anything Goes by Maki Ogoru. And this was the opening for O's. And obviously, as long as you listen to the first like five seconds of this, you'll know that this is completely tied to O's. <laughs> and one of the things that I absolutely did love, it overall embodies the theme of the series, that no matter what, as long as you, you, you take your problems positively, you can kind of do anything. I love the high energy that it has, and there is a ska version for this as well, so I know Kyo really loves this song as well, and actually does very, very well. I was encapsulated by O's by just listening to this one theme song, and I knew that I was going to have a good time. Yeah, th- yeah, this song is very, again, like you said, quintessential common writer almost. Uh, you-, you count the metals one, two, and three, but my God, does it just like suck you in? It's such a fun and catchy song with a lot of energy. It n- really just makes you just want to get up and go. And Common Writer O's is-, is a great season. It- it's a lot of fun in and of itself. And to have anything goes just on the front of it really just is like the icing on that cake and i i do i this is a great song i i know this is a fan favorite song and rightfully so it is a lot of fun to listen to yeah no i mean it's one of my my favorites for a reason is just like how it just is very much in tied to the series and without it i don't know if i would have enjoyed o's as much as i did but with that let's continue on to your number one common writer theme song yes uh so we you talked about how the anything goes really affected your enjoyment for the season that you watched so my number one is uh walela omo yoe ni walela ali and this was the opening for Common Rider Ghost. And Ghost is not a well-beloved season by any stretch of the imagination. A lot of people have issues with it. But... <laughs> it's the reason why I dropped Rider. I'm going to be freaking frank. It's the reason why I dropped Rider. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I understand. Uh, because this was, this was the third season of Common Rider I ever watched. And I, I was not really digging it myself. But I, I really wound up falling in love with this song. Because so, it's such just a fun, spirited song. It really gets in your head. And it really does a good job of really touching on the themes of, you know, of the season and what, what the season's trying to do. 
I just, I really wound up falling in love with the song. And I would have never picked up Kishidan or started listening to Kishidan if they hadn't done this song. And I, I do, I think like they are the shining, the, the, the silver lining of Ghost, if that's a, a, a good way to put it. Because this is a wonderful opening. And one of the things that I did when I was watching Kamen Rider Ghost is I would watch the next episode more to hear the opening than to actually watch the episode is what I like the hole I wound up going into. And this is before I had, I could just listen to it on my phone. So I had to physically like replay like the episode if I wanted to hear it. So I just, I really wound up loving this song and over the years and just listening to all the openings, this one wound up just being by far my favorite. And there, there's other seasons there, like, there's very few Kamen Rider openings I actively dislike. Most of them I do genuinely like in one way, shape, form, or fashion. But for me, like this was like the one song at the top that I just absolutely loved and adored. And I just, I get a smile every time I listen to it. I love this. And, you know, if the only good thing that comes out of Kamen Rider Ghost is this song... I, I'll, I'll be happy. I'll take it because this this was just an amazing song. Yeah, so this was a very interesting choice. I I, I knew it was going to be on your list somewhere, but I didn't think it would be your number one. Mostly because your first one of your first major groups that you did for Music Quarter was Kishida, and you said that one of the reasons why you did it was because of the song that they did for for Ghosts, and that kind of drew you in love with the artist as a whole and personally i was like oh i get it i really really get it but <laughs> it's just really funny that this had to be for ghosts <laughs> for my personal taste yeah no no like i said i understand like like ghost is a. It, it's like I, I i could probably spend the next hour ragging on ghosts and i don't want to do that but I, I understand. I understand a lot of like the struggle that that ghost is because it ghost is a very very flawed season. But like I said, this, this to me was like a the silver lining in that dark cloud. Yeah. So going on to my number one, <laughs> it is going to be Journey Through the Decade by by Gag and. I already know this was going to be my number one when we decided to do this topic, and it's absolutely my favorite one. And one of the big reasons is this was the first season I watched that was Ryder back then, and a big part of the song was Gak. And overall, I'm not a really big fan of him back in the day, but an ex-girlfriend of mine is, and I it won me over with his his style and his vocal style is kind of really really great with this track and sometimes it does sound like he's phoning it in sometimes but one of the reasons why i love this song is because he just sounds like this was on my contract and might as well i should sing this song kind of thing and i absolutely love that kind of nuance with it yeah this this is a very interesting song and i knew that this would be on your list much like you knew my mine was going to be on mine i knew this was going to be on yours this is a great song, and I'm not too familiar with Gact. I I would like to go check out more of his music, and so because I do, I like the song. It's a great opening, and it's pretty different. If you 
go back and you you know you listen like you know starting with like Ryuki like they they started doing like these really high energy openings for a lot of most of the seasons and then you have Journey Through the Decade which is um slower song is a little bit more deliberate and it's a lot more of a darker song because you, you know Kamen Rider Decade's not a happy-go-lucky f- season by any stretch of the imagination. It's one of a it's a darker season, and and I really felt like Journey Through the Decade really matches so well with the season that they did, and like the two just go hand in hand, and it's just really a very memorable opening that just leaves the listener just in awe. And I I really really like this song. Like I said, I would love to go back and check him out because I love this opening and I want to listen to more of his work but I just haven't had the chance but it's another one of those where this does tie heavily into the season that it's for but I I think there you can find some enjoyment out of it it's like half and half I mean obviously it's talking about walking through your own thing and walking through the years and trying to find yourself and it does heavily do the theme of decayed but one of the reasons why also I really did like this song is because it is one of the first songs that you could kind of be like, oh, it is a common writer song, but it could also be like another song that is part of Gok's discography overall. Yes. It, it wouldn't feel out of place, so to speak. Yes. And oh, no, I could totally see that. That's one of the reasons why. And obviously, the the music video is just literally decayed, just fighting. So obviously you're not going to get around the fact that if you watch the music <laughs> video for this. Oh so. Lord. But I, 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 I will say while we're on decayed real quick, uh, the, the, his new form in the upcoming movie is hideous. I told you. I told uh, you it's, yeah. absolutely, it's absolutely horrible. And like oh. Masahiro Inoue, who is the who is DK, the, the the actor that plays him, he jabbed fun at it by saying, "Oh, you know, like <laughs> now his his special form because all writers have a a a, a much more last final form, so to speak. So that and his final form, he has a card on it that says decayed, and because this is celebrating like the twentieth year and and." The 40th year of Common Rider overall, they were like, oh, we're going to put all the cards of the 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 next 10 riders that were after DK that went through all the way through GO. It just looks ugly. And the fact that he wears a cape and it has all the cards and that does nothing to 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 help his overall stance there. Yeah. I mean, I was never the biggest fan of his complete form, but you, you know, you take it for what it is. Because uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But when I saw that that photo of his neo complete form, which is what it's called, I, I actually sent it to my fiance, and I was like, I was like, I know you're not into Common Rider. I know you're not going to understand this, but I have to show you how awful this suit is because my God, this is like one of the worst suits I've ever seen for Common Rider. It is just really bad, and that that cape is not doing it any justice at all. Yep. But that the cape is actually one of the least things, least problems I have with that that whole outfit. But I know that's we. I could go on again for like an hour just talking about suit designs. But but with that, I mean, since we have a little bit time here, is there a song that you don't like that was a theme song? 
there there are a couple. The I was talking with uh, one of my close friends earlier today. So uh, I'm going to talk about a season that a lot of people like. Either you love it or hate it. But Common Rider Hibiki. I am not the biggest fan of that opening. They did try to do something different with that opening, so it's just it's not a song like uh like what we've been talking about. It's it's music. And they actually done something really cool. So like that season is a, it's a music-based season. And so the primary writer his he, like he deals with taiko drums and then the s- second there's another writer that does like tr- his instrument is a trumpet and then there's a guitarist and so there's three iterations of that opening and i thought that was kind of cool that they did that but at the end of the day it's very lackluster another opening that a lot of people seem to like and i i don't know why i'm i don't hate this song but i don't love it either and that is the opening for blade uh brave blade i'm not the biggest fan of that song i i I know i'm a minority vote on that one but I'm like, eh, it's okay. But, at, and if you watch like the actual opening opening of it, it is horrendous. Because uh, usually what they do with like the opening for the season is like there's visual motifs that deal with the themes and things of the season. But for Kamen Rider Blade, like Kamen Rider wasn't popular and it was like on the verge of getting canceled. So they had no budget when they did that opening. So they just have all the actors on the soundstage just doing stuff. And it is annoying to say the the bare minimum, because it is just like what what Blade's about. You wouldn't you would not know if you watched that that music that opening. Like dudes on the stage, I guess. But uh, those are the two biggest ones. Let's see, I'm trying to do a quick mind shuffle to see if there's any more. Uh, I do have one more that I'm not the biggest fan of, but I think you're going to talk about that one. So I will let you talk about that one. What what number one song do you think I absolutely hate of writer? If, I will give you one guess. Zero one, zero one, zero one, zero one. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm going <laughs> to strangle you the first time I see you again. <laughs> you're welcome. I still I'm like that song, you. but and it's not in my... Zero one, zero one, zero one. <laughs> I, I still like that, that song. It's, it was, it's, it's Realize by yeah. J.N. Takanori Nishikawa, and I absolutely hate that song. It's it's stupid. It makes no freaking sense at all. And if you type in all the zero ones that they say throughout the thing, throughout a a binary translator, you know what it says? Gibberish, because that's what the song <laughs> is. It's, it's gibberish. I've talked about this months ago, no, and I you, hate this song. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I get why this song is hated. And I, I don't defend it by any means, but I like the song. I like it a lot. Uh, it, it is... It is a hard song to defend because it's really weird. They, they did... It feels like they really went back to like that earlier song design where they're like, well, let's make the song specifically for the season that it's written for. And I'm like, uh, I don't know why they did that because... I mean, I kind of like the trajectory they were on, but I, I mean, I guess I like it, but it's I know that's a song that's not for everybody, and I I, I understand. Uh, like um, the current opening, which is uh, the Masked Promise. I'm not the 
Not the biggest fan of that one. No, not the mass. It's Almighty. Sorry, Almighty is the the current opening. Eh, it's okay. I'm I'm not the okay, biggest fan of that one. For Common Rider Saber. Yes, yes, uh, yes. But it's okay. Like it, it it was. I was really hoping for like a more ska song than what Almighty winds up being. The ending Common well, Rider I Saber mean, is very ska like, but. The thing is with that, it's because of the vocalist that they have. Obviously, it's, you know, Tokyo Scott Paradise who did the song and performed it. It is a collaboration effort between them and then the vocalist for Alexandros, which is Yohei Kamikawa. So, yes. And that, yeah. that that's the thing. It Not all singers can be Scott singers. You have to have a vocal talent for it. Yes. No, no, you're, you're completely right. Uh, now the the ending theme for Common Rider Saber because Common Rider Saber brings back the idea like Common Rider has had ending themes a couple of times, but I think now that's going to be a, per- a very permanent thing because they are doing the ending dance like they do in Super Sentai, and you know I I, I like Common Rider Saber other than it's a very lazily named song because it's just called Common Rider Saber, but it's a fun interesting and it's ska so you you know you're getting the the ska band that you got that you're paying for so that that i kind of liked but no yeah i think my biggest beef with almighty is how he chooses to accentuate some of the notes in the song just it doesn't sound right like uh like the song ends with him holding mirai for a long time but he's hitting the upper registry and it i don't know why but it doesn't sound like it fits with the music like it sounds like he's off key a little bit if that makes any sense and i I, there's just like certain small parts in that song that i just feel like don't work but i don't absolutely hate the song i think it's okay but i'm not like I've I've got it on my phone and I do listen to it sometimes, but it's not, it it's not gonna ever be in like my top five opening theme songs of all time. Like it's not even gonna crack it. So yeah, so I mean that that's one of my whole things there. <laughs> I for me there isn't many common writer theme songs that I don't really personally like. I mean, even when we go back to original, he say Kuga and Agito. I mean, it's just saying Kuga, Kuga all over again. I really like Agito's theme song, though. Agito's theme song. That slaps. Oh, my God. I love that song. I I love that. Like, I've thought about buying, like, the physical collection of the Kamen Rider openings because the digital version of that does not have Kugas or Agitas. And... Oh my god, I love I love the opening to Common Rider Agito. That that song, you're right. That song slaps. I that song, my god, it's so good. Yeah, and it's the only in in my we so we have a kind of okay place here, and that's the this is the only only song Common Rider Agito that actually has the a quote unquote music video that features Agito and it has the opening and then extra scenes in it. They they mostly do that for a lot of the uh the Tokusatsu openings is they have the base opening of of the the series along with extra fighting scenes featuring the the writer or Sentai or even Ultraman and stuff like that. So which is really cool. Like otherwise you just get this really poorly animated drawing of like 
heroes and Sentai and Power Rangers and all that stuff, which is really yuck, but Kamaragato is a really amazing song, so. Yeah, I, I'm kind of indifferent on Kuga. I, like, there's parts of it I like, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. But yeah, personally, I like the the ending. The ending, the ending is really good. I, I I will agree. That is a that is a really good song. Yeah, so I, I, I like Aosoda ni naru. I think it's I'll become the blue sky or something like that. Uh, that that sounds right. Yeah. So, but Kuga overall is uh, is really solid. Even as a series and uh, and their songs overall, so yeah. And obviously, there is a blaring admission that both of us did not include, and that is Common Rider Deno's one, which is Climax Stump. There is a specific reason why I I decided not to talk about it. It is up there on mine as well. But the thing is, I already I always thought that you were going to pick it, and then when we <laughs> both didn't pick it, <laughs> because we just thought each other was going to pick it. Yeah, I, I like I really thought like you were going to pick it, and I was like, oh, it's like, eh. and there's and like I love I I do I love climax jump. It's in my top ten, but I don't know if it's in my top five. Uh, just being blatantly honest but i like i said there's so few common writer openings i dislike even if it's only in my top 10 that still is a freaking amazing song but yeah one of the reasons i did not pick it was i just i was convinced you were going to pick it like i thought you were going to do i knew you were going to do journey through the decade and i figured you were going to do climax jump and i wasn't certain about your third option I thought maybe you might would pick anything goes, but I wasn't gonna hold my breath on that one. And then when I saw your list, I was like, "Oh, you didn't pick it." <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing is too because I I want to double in there too because um, WBX is an amazing song as well. But oh god, I, I love that song. I know that you really like that. I knew you really liked that series, and I was like, hey, "He's probably gonna talk about it." And then to my surprise, you didn't pick it. So I'm like, "All right." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, double. I think Double is my favorite Common Rider season, period. And I, I, I like, like, I told, I told my my best friend, I was like, yeah, I just finished watching all of Common Rider. I want to go back and watch Double now. <laughs> and it's like I've already downloaded like half a Double. Like I, I want to go back and rewatch Double sometime in the near future. Because you watched all the the movies as well. I have, I have watched. I did watch the the Eternal movie where Eternal shows up. I didn't watch his origin movie. I want to. I want to watch that. And his I his origin movie and Axel's movie is it, it, the Axel's movie is really good as well. Yeah, and and I want to go back and I want to watch Excel's movie too. Like like when I rewatch Double, like I'm gonna watch literally everything that's tied to Double because I it, I just love Double so much. But when I was watching it originally, I was I was trying to churn through all the series as fast as possible. And I didn't want to watch the movies because I was like, eh, it'll slow me down. <laughs> and so I wound up not watching the movies. But that's I'm going to go back that's and... That's a rookie mistake, my friend. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm an amateur. It's, it's important for their character. Well, even though it doesn't weave overall, it's very important for their character development. For, yeah. For that. I mean, it, that's for Double. That's how he gets the, the, lost, the lost Driver was because of his his sing, his single movie yeah so but uh, there, there's a lot of movies that is uh very very interesting that i've 
I've come to like overall. And obviously, the movies were really good because they were doing the whole MCU thing years yes. before MCU was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. And they, they kind of ruin it in Geo, but that's neither here nor there. No, they ruined it from Gaim. Oh, that's fair, Gaim. too. Gaim was the last movie to have an interconnected story. Well, technically Wizard was, but Oprah yeah. and Gaim was the last one to, to end that that over-connecting arch that they had with the, the organization. Yeah, that, that's true. And, I mean, I, I, I just watched Geo. I could probably talk an hour about that. But I, I will say, like, I... I Love over Quartzer the song, but the season Geo, I know it gets a lot of hate online. I now understand why it gets the hate that it does because I'm like, oh god, they they really yeah, blew it's, it. It's bad. It's 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 they did they they did what they did with DK, but worse. Yeah, really convoluted. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I did love that they brought back Sukasa, and he plays a pretty large role in Geo. I mean this this entire that entire season was decayed 2.0 because they were like well crap the the series isn't doing so well so they had to rework yeah. the entire series to include decayed. <laughs> yeah, and they I, did I like was this when they when they originally were writing it, I was thinking that decayed was only going to be a minor inconvenience, but it ends up being decayed 2.0 near the tail end of the series. Yeah, if you if you go into watching Geo and you haven't watched decayed, I'm not going to say you're going to be lost. I'm going to say you're going to be completely lost and you have no idea what the hell's going on. Uh, and that that's just my two cents. Like it is so intricate to decayed because and they also try to do this multiverse thing. But it's all in the same timeline thing. And I'm like, this makes no sense. Like, the internal logic of the series is just all over the place. And I wound up... Oh, God. Like I said, I could go on for an hour. And I, I will say they completely cribbed doubles in Or not doubles. Um, builds ending. The season before it, they just like, oh, you know what? We're going we're gonna to steal, like, the big thing that's happening. And we're going to redo it again. I'm like, are you... Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's one of the minor inconveniences that they did with Geo is well, I mean they did with Build too. Build decided to be in its own parallel universe and then Yeah. So that, Yeah. That's its, own, that's its own problem in and of itself when you're having a series that tries to interconnect everything, so Yeah, but I will say I do think Build benefited from being in its own universe because they were able to well, do I something wild. Kinda, it kind of had to because of just all of a sudden, oh yeah, games to now we have three <laughs> yep. of battling. Oh God. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was not expecting to like build as much as I wound up liking build. I, I, I will be a hundred percent honest because going, because I had watched like the first episode and I didn't care much for it. And instead of continuing on with build, I went back and watched Kuga which started like me going down the line for Heisei. And so when I kind of got back to it, I was like, oh, okay. You know, here we go again. And I was kind of dreading it. But when I rewatched the first, I saw, eh, you know, I, I guess I kind of like it. But I really grew to like the protagonist and the secondary writer and the relationship. Like, I think the, those things really made that season click. And, yeah, it, and what, one of the things for Bill that it had for it was that. It was it was written by 
the the pen name of Shogo Muto, which is the the committee that writes a lot of these writer series, and this this particular writer committee was the writer committee that wrote Double. Okay, so it makes sense I, again. I, I know what, I knew what was going to happen when, when the writers for Double was going to be put into this so i i put it off and i know build was going to be a good season overall so i wasn't really too worried about it uh, Build, i think is like the last great season of common writer mm-hmm. i i mm-hmm. like i don't want that to be true like i want whatever is after saber to be really freaking good and saber is not i was gonna say you're not enjoying it i mean from from what I've been hearing on my my friends and is Saber is going down right now. So, and like for me, Saber Saber has a very rough start. They they're like we have a million and one ideas and we need to cram them all in the first fifteen episodes. Uh, just before we kind of wrap up here, if you were to introduce someone to a writer, what series would you do that with? I, I've thought about this, and I've, I've, there's a couple of answers to it. If you are somebody that likes tokusatsu and likes no, this Super like, Sentai, just brand brand new. If you were like to introduce it to your girlfriend or, or your fiance, yes, I I would probably do the same season that I started. I would I would probably pick Gaim because I I think. I know for me that that was the first series season I watched, and I've always been more drawn to serialized storytelling as opposed to episodic. And yeah. I don't think I would have ever gotten into Common Writer if I had started with a different season. So that really helped me get into it. Was that and and I know a lot of people because they like anime. Gaim is a very anime season. It really is. It was written by Goro Urobuchi. He's well known for writing anime. So, and I will say Build is very anime too. I mean, they even have a tournament arc in the middle of it. (laughs) The the, the whole thing with that is everyone was probably, the reason why this this season was also pretty popular was because everyone knew who was writing it and they wanted to see what was the dark twist. Yeah. Which there is one. There is one. There's a very dark twist in it. There's a couple of dark twists (laughs) when you think about it, but yes. Yeah. But the dark twist, everyone was mostly waiting for the dark twist. So. Yeah. And and I I really enjoy Gaim. I don't know if Gaim's in my top five seasons of all time, but I think Gaim is a good starting point. Uh, For me, uh, there's only one answer, and that is double. That's a good choice. Because you don't need history. It, they don't talk about the other common writers. They don't. They have their own secluded world, and you can build from that later on. If you want to go back, then I would say just watch Decayed, and that kind of fills in the holes for the other seasons for the moment. Yeah, it, it really does, and it it at least gives you a brief idea of what those other seasons are about. So if you're kind of interested in those season like those episodes from decade like you can be like oh, okay i'll go back and i'll watch those seasons yeah. so, so i do think double is a good starting point i would double agree with that a, it is a clean break from the prior things and it kind of built what they were doing 
from there onwards because you can't watch O's because it has you have to watch what he did in double. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Because and then also you have to watch the movie because it also introduces a new form for O's and to- tells him what it teaches to mean to be a common writer. So <laughs> also. Th- just another thing to keep in mind is in O's, they celebrate the thousandth episode of Common Rider, and it's kind of a tribute episode. And if you don't know anything about if O's is your first season, I'm not going to say you're going to be lost in those two episodes, but you're not going to get a little of um, what they're gonna be like, poking why is at. There yeah. a mask Rider here, and yeah. why is there the mask Rider dragon? Yeah, yeah, it. it like it was really, I did wind wind up really liking those two episodes, but it does. You, you, like, cause I haven't watched Showa era Common Rider. I do want to. That's on my list of things to do. That's but, a rough ride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, com, now, Common Rider one is very the original Common Rider. It is it is available in English, and I do at least want to watch like the original, but. Yeah. You can get V3 in English as well. Oh, cool. I just... Here you can in yeah. Hawaii because V3 was localized here. Now, uh, the Tokusatsu, the official Tokusatsu network has started putting official Kamen Rider on their YouTube channel. Uh, Which we are no way in affiliated with. No, no, no. But it's a good place to go check out Kamen Rider. They only have up it's really weird how they're doing it. So they have the first two episodes of Kamen Rider, the original Kamen Rider, up. Then they have two episodes of Ryuki. They have two episodes of Kamen Rider Amazon. And today they put up the first episode of Kamen Rider Agito. So how they're releasing it is a little odd. because they're And they're only doing two episodes a week. They're releasing it by anniversary. Oh, Okay. Yeah, because it's the it's the fiftieth year. Uh, Common Rider turns fifty is fifty years old now, and well, not only that, Agito's twentieth yeah. as well. Yes, yes, it's hard to believe that Agito's twenty, but yeah. And then original Amazon or Amazons? Uh, original Amazon. It's the. F- it's the Showa 30? series. Thirty no fortieth, forty fifth year. I'm saying that. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. But yeah. Yeah. Like for me, I would either do that or I would just do zero one. I'd never watch zero one, but I would assume that zero one wipes the slate clean of Heisei, right? Uh, sort of the, the geo cross zero one movie. You can enjoy the season. Like I haven't watched it yet, but there's some plot relevant stuff that happens in that. And you would, and it kind of is a follow up to Geo, so you might be a smidge lost in that. But you well, can I mean, obviously yeah. all the versus movies. Are like yeah, that's that's also true. But I, I will say that you could start with zero one, and I don't think zero one's a terrible season. There's a couple things that you do have to keep in mind when you watch it, which is one that middle arc is not good, uh, and two. It was originally meant to be a 50-episode season, and due to the ongoing crisis, they lost five episodes, and it it really shows in the finale. It really, really shows. I think they 
managed to recover and actually deliver a really good final episode. The final battle in Zero One is one of the best Kamen Rider fights of all time. But it, it you can tell like they were going to go in one direction and they kind of had to pivot the last three episodes. And so you have a mini arc at the end. And, you, you know, it, it's it's a season that's plagued with a couple of problems. But I don't think it's a terrible starting point. I just... I, I think doubles a sh- stronger season overall, and I would I would say if you're gonna start with double, that would be like double would be because Kuga is also a good starting point if you want to watch a much darker season and 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 that because Kuga is nothing well, like. Well, the thing is with Kuga, the, if you're gonna start from Kuga, I would hesitant to say start with Kuga mostly because a it is a good season to start off but the thing is it's not relevant to modern writer as of right now not really no. because it was its own singular story and they thought that they were going to be done they thought it was going to just be a one-year special and that's it yeah it, it was never intended to Kick revigorate the, the franchise in the way that it yeah. ultimately wound up doing So that's the whole reason why I would say not start with Kuga. I would yeah. say start with Double, who basically is the the it was the the DNA of what writer ended up becoming, which was make shit. <laughs> yeah. It's not as overflowed with forms as like later common writer seasons get. Cause like the further it goes, like it's very formulaic. They they Every season now, the writer has a ton of forms in the beginning. He gets a power-up almost every 10 episodes, like clockwork. Like, episode 12 and 13, like, I'm looking for a power-up. They're already in... uh, Saber uh, is scheduled to get a power-up in two episodes. So, he's on track, per per usual. And and so they, they've really become formulaic with the gimmicks and the power-ups and the forms and i yeah. i still enjoy and it and that, but and that's and that started from double and that's why i'd say it. if you're gonna watch common writer from and you're going to continue on with the series i would say start with double because yeah yeah because literally is the dna of what everything is after that yeah yeah dinner was the first primary writer that had Form, like did do like form changes, no, but I, he just had the four. Kuga, Kuga also. Oh yeah, Every, Kuga. Yeah, I, everyone had. Yeah. Had form changes, but like yeah, specifically I, overall. That's right. Like I'm the, sorry, but the the whole thing of you're to get the new form, you're going to have to buy this new thing. Yeah, that was started from double. That that is also true. Yeah, because Deno, the only thing that changed was when he changed to Swan, and then his 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 ultimate. Yeah, was the only thing. Yeah, double was the first time where the they, like the they had like the gimmick that interchanged in the uh, uh, the driver itself. But but yeah, that was a good old talk of lovely comment writer here. Yes, can't wait till we talk about Sentai. So. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And 
Just a something, it's, all right. <laughs> it's a it's a week, uh, another week in the year. Uh, but with that, let's go on to number ten here, and that is Kai 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 Kitan by Eve. And re-listening it to again, I I, I don't like the intro to this song, but overall, the, the when you get to the chorus, it's a really good song, and it it does deal with that. That, that that series what what Chikan Tyson or whatever I don't I don't watch anime so I don't know <laughs> yeah 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 Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen yeah I I've been wanting to watch it because it looks good I, I'm I was I I was lukewarm on it I still am but I I mean I think if I watch uh, Jujutsu Kaisen I might would be dig it a little bit more yeah I I don't really watch all too much popular anime so. I I don't know so, <laughs> but regardless, Kai Kai Kitan sold a lovely twenty three thousand four hundred forty seven points and going on up to number nine it is Kaibutsu by Yoao Sobi. I mean it's still on here again because of A stars. It'll probably pop up once again when season season two hits stateside. So look forward to that popping up again on the digital charts. And this week it sold a lovely 27,754 points. And going on up to number 8, it is Homura by Lisa. Going down a little bit more, a little bit more here and there. So we might see the last of it for a while on the Japan charts. It'll probably see a resurgence once uh, uh, Yaiba's Mugen Train movie comes to states. Yeah, probably. I would say so. Homura this week sold a lovely 31,682 points. And going on up to number 7, it is Step N.A. Step by Niju. It looks like all the popular songs as of right now has been waning in popularity. And some songs are kind of going up and up here. And that's a prevalence because of this. But this week, Step N.A. Step sold a lovely 34,506 points here. And going on up to number 6, it is Dynamite by BTS. Probably because of the new Samsung S21 or Galaxy S21. Yeah, S21. I believe that's the new phone. And the, the S20 being out of... Not going to be in the limelight as much. We're not going to hear Dynamite as much anymore. But it still has its hardcore fans as shown here. This week it sold a lovely 30,712 points. Going on up to number 5. It is Yori Nika Keru by Yoao Sobi. This song won't die. It's been here almost a year now, so good for you also be with this hit track. And this week it sold the lovely 40,888 points. Going on up to number four is Dry Flower by UD. Like I said earlier, UD has an amazing discography, and if that just what's the pilot for Dry Flower, so be it. But this week it sold a lovely 43,997 points. And going on up to number three, it is Yosewa by Aldo. I, I remember both of us weren't really a hit on it, but it's doing popular regardless. So good job, Aldo. And this week it sold a lovely 46,616 points. And going on up to number two, it is Grandeur by Snowman. And not surprised that it's a little bit down here. I'll be surprised if it sticks around for another week. Same. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 66,754 points. 
And going on up to number one, it is the newest track this for this week, and it is Boku wa Boku o Tsukini Naru by Nogizaka46. Now, this is the first major single that Nogizaka released after the release of My Shirashi. So, what did we think of this track, Yuri? Uh, yeah, uh, Boku wa Boku o Tsukini Naru is a very interesting song. I would not believe that this song would be a converter for anyone who is not into the girl idol scene. But I think if you tend to like girl idol music, I think you might find something enjoyable about this. I did. I liked it quite a lot. I went ahead and immediately added it to my discography. I I did wind up enjoying it, but it is by the book and they do not deviate from that book whatsoever. And that is a little disappointing, but I'm not entirely surprised either. And it overall, it's a pretty good track. But like I said, if you're not a fan of this, I don't see you enjoying it. That that's really the my biggest criticism of it. It's it is for a particular audience, and if you're not in that audience, I I don't think it's for you. Yeah. So for. For Boku wa Boku o Tsukini Naru, I wasn't going to give it as much flack as much because of the fact that this is the reintroduction. Because they lost a big pillar in their lineup with my Shirashi, and they need something to reestablish, like everything's going to be okay. Granted, this is a generic ass idol song if I ever saw it. But you have that choice of, yeah, we're still going strong on what we know how to do. And even if we don't have my Shirashi on, we'll still continue on as chugging forward, so to speak. So, I mean, that's good. I'm not going to kick it out of bed, but it's it's here, so to speak. Regardless, Boku wa Boku o Suki ni Naru sold a lovely 603,674 points here. And with that, let's go on to the albums real fast. And what's really good about the album side is that there is a lot of newer albums from Five On. So that's good for them. So number 10 has Still Dreaming by Tomorrow X Together or TXT, so good for them. Graduation by Little Glee Monster. Stray Sheep came back in Resurgence by Yunaza Kenshi. Oh, Graduation, yeah, Little Glee Monster. So then number 7 has First Step Treasure Effect Treasure Volume 1, done by Treasure. Obviously, it's the Korean group. So you got. The book by Yoel Sobi at number six. You got Star by Super Junior, so it's really good to see Super Junior back in the limelight on the Japanese side here. Then you got Kudasuki by Yoroshika, which is her new album. And you got Boy Men, The Universe by Boys and Men. Finally, you got Note by Ryo Nishikudo. So... He was the member from Kanjani 8. And then you have Kuron with a star. And if you don't know who Kuron is, he is probably um, he is part of the Strawberry Prince Husbando anime series. So take a look at that. So it's good. I mean, the yeah, number one album is an anime boy. 
So yes, he is. Yeah, I, I I've already downloaded. I haven't listened to it yet, but I've I did download number three. I, I'm really eager to check that one out. Uh, the boys and men, the universe. Yes, boy men, the universe. But yeah, with that, I want to say thank you for joining us on this episode of Ungakudiyo. Uh, Luna should come back to us and we'll have everything back to normal, so to speak. I did like our talks about Kevin Ryder, but but yeah, you can follow us on all the social media sites at Ongakudiyo. You can follow the website at ongakudiyo.com. You can follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer, variety Twitch streamer, and you can check him out at twitch.tv slash Hunter K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our affiliate TimberTap, who is a variety streamer and does a lot of the weirdo games. He did Glover the other day, and that was very fun to watch. But you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTap, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out Luna's sister, Rose, who's done a lot of interesting stuff with Minecraft. So you can check her out at twitch.tv slash RainStarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our other affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name, who is a variety streamer also, and she is very into the Zelda community. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that me, Kyo, and Timber and Fangirl does called Potasaurus. This week was a very interesting episode as we talked about how story... uh, Beats and stories that ruins games and overabundance of having tutorials as a main part in a game. So if you want to hear what we have to say about those lovely topics, check us out by looking up Curry Hunter, same as this Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me at Twitter at OTYCan1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboco, Herobo, and more Bang Dream. You can find Luna at Lunamarine87. On Twitter and and my anime network and all that lovely stuff. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I'm listening to, what I'm watching. I'm finished with Common Writer, so it'll. I'm still trying to figure out like the next journey I'm going to go on. But uh, follow me there, and you will. We we will figure it out together. But yeah. I want to say once again, thank you so very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuryu. I'm your host, Ken, and saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be back here next week. Bye-bye.